Hello and welcome to episode three of the Get Pucks Deep podcast. I'm your co-host John, and I'm Zach. And for this episode, we're we are doing the wrapping up the UMD series, and we are going to be previewing the Wisconsin series against the UW Madison Badgers this upcoming weekend. We decided to take a week off because we did a lot of hockey over this past weekend. And Zach, I know you had a game, right? Yeah, I had two games, actually. We also decided to take the week off because Tech took the week off. It's uh, hard to talk about games that don't happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, So for today's episode, we got the upcoming preview for you. We got um, some NCAA game results. And guess what, Zach? What's that, John? 10% of the NHL season has happened. Holy cow. So we are going to get our hot takes with 10% sample size data. How's that sound? That sounds like we basically know what's going to happen by the end of the year. Perfect. Okay, we're doing it live. Okay, so up first on the first period of Tech Hockey, we have the UMD recap. So we have Friday's game and Saturday's game. Friday's game, we looked pretty good, I would say. Yeah, I actually thought, despite the fact that we lost both games, uh, taking a lot of factors into consideration, such as UMD won the national championship last year and brought back most of their core, and we lost uh, at least three of our starting defensemen, you know, we looked pretty good in both games. Uh, the first game was a, a 2-1 loss, and the second game was a 5-2 loss. But uh, for the second period, at least in the second game, we played with them and looked like we legitimately could have beaten them. Uh, obviously, it fell apart in the third period. Uh, no, it fell apart game. in the second period. That's when they scored was, five goals. Or was it the first period we looked good? It, it, yeah. So basically, my take from it was our defense was able to keep up until the second period of the second game. Oh, yeah, it was the second period, yeah. I'm yep. wrong. It was the first period, we looked good. Yep. The and second, period, kind of, second period, we fell apart in. We but, ran out um, of gas, I would say. Right. But my, my point still stands that we were able to play a period with a very strong Duluth team uh, in our first weekend of playing with a lot of freshmen starting. And I thought that overall, the returning class looked good. Uh, they showed up for the most part. And I thought there were a couple of freshmen who looked pretty good already. Uh, and the rest of them showed a bit of potential that they could be good in the future. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that. Um, I do think we were still a little bit sloppy on positioning and puck handling. I mean, we looked pretty well, or pretty good. My, my apologies there. Um, but I still think we have a ways to improve upon. And I don't think that's something necessarily bad either, because it was the first series of the year. No, I, I agree. I think both teams looked sloppy. We looked way worse. Uh, Duluth still wasn't, you know, if you compare Duluth's game, that series against, you know, when they won the championship, they looked a lot better back then. Yeah. Um, but for we sure, obviously but looked way sloppier than they did. Yeah, the uh, defensemen for sure pushed up and kind of shoved the puck down our throat into our zone. Yeah, they, uh, they played a, a good game. But yeah. yeah, we did. We looked pretty sloppy, but I think there's a lot of potential. Uh, and teams clean up their game even if they're bringing back you know veteran players uh, but especially when you're starting a lot of freshmen uh, it's going to be sloppy in the beginning it's going to take them a little while to adjust to the college game and I think that there's some skill there and I think that they'll be able to pull it together 
Yeah, for sure. Um, so oh, my door creaked. Um, anyways, uh, moving on, mm-hmm. we have <laughs> um, we have some middle of the week news. So I would like to give a quick shout out again to Tech Hockey Guide. Um, we have probably a preview coming up sometime this week. And then we also have the Old Dog article from last week. So for those who don't know, Old Dog is an old tech alumni from, I believe the class is like in the mid-70s, who does um, watches the game and then writes for Tech Hockey Guide. He gave a pretty good analysis and players that he liked. So he's a, he's a fun guy to read. He did actually a, uh, a conference realignment piece uh, two weeks ago or three three weeks ago now and that was a really fun read it had a uh, ASU and uh, Air Force joining the WCHA to help balance out everything and I personally thought it was smart yeah I, I hadn't really thought about uh, Air Force joining the WCHA before I read the article but I thought that he made some really compelling points uh, and just in general his articles are are usually very well done and they're also fun to read because um, it's a lot of hypotheticals yeah uh, just one other one other point I have on the Tech Hockey Guide is um, there's the preview that's going to be coming out this week uh, will be done by my fabulous co-host here, John. Well, thanks, Zach. Um, yeah, um, I just recently joined the Tech Hockey Guide, and hopefully I get to stay here and keep writing pieces. Um, I'm looking forward to doing this, and hopefully I can keep spreading Tech Hockey. Um, moving on, we have the Joe Sean Hour from this week, um, Monday the 25th. Second, yeah, Monday the twenty second. Thank, thanks, John. I can I can read a calendar. Um, some interesting things Numbers were brought up besides um, the I'd say probably the last third of the of the radio broadcast was um, Coach Sean talking about um, uh, scouting and recruitment, and I don't really want to go into that because I personally don't really know that much about the scouting recruitment process for college, and it's kind of a gray area in the NCAA, so it's just kind of better to have a hands-off approach, I would think, for that. But yeah, I would recommend listening to what he said, but I'm not going to yeah, win on we, it. We don't, know how, we don't know how any of that stuff really works, and we don't really feel qualified. But he did say some pretty interesting things, um, like we will be playing Notre Dame at Houghton for at least a game, and then Notre Dame will also be playing a game at Northern, which is pretty cool. And then NODAC, University of North Dakota, will be coming up to Houghton next year for sure. Um, that one's going to be insane. Yeah. I'm going to have to try and make a trip up for that because that's just going to be so And then hyped. we will also be going to North Dakota for a game, as far as I heard from the podcast, for our Hall of Fame weekend kind of thing. Yeah, that's really far away, though. Yeah, but let's go to Fargo. That's, that's, that's really far uh, away. I do want to go, but it's far it's far okay, thanks, Liam. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the last episode of the Get Pucks Deep podcast. It's been a blast. We'll never do this again. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, um, moving on. And cut. <laughs> Next up, we have the Wisconsin versus Clarkson series and then the Wisconsin versus St. Lawrence. So this is a wrap of Wisconsin's games last week. They split a one-on-one game with Clarkson and St. Lawrence and they also split those games. So they lost against Clarkson and won against St. Lawrence. So I actually went into some pretty good depth on this and I actually took the time to look at this because um, there's not that much other news. So I thought I might as well overanalyze the, uh, the competition, if you will. So, if you're okay with me taking it away, Zach, may I start? Yeah, take it away. I I don't have a whole lot to say. I might throw some stuff in at the end, though. So, the thing I want to note here is that a good bar to look at would probably be the Wisconsin versus St. Lawrence game, because St. Lawrence has a very young defensive core, just like Tech, to a point where it's mostly freshman and sophomore. I don't even think they have a senior or a junior on their defensive 
blue line. So wow, that's yeah, that's so pretty bad. I'm not saying that the quality of the two teams are the same, but it's a good bar to take a first look at. So if you look at the Wisconsin versus Clarkson game, Clarkson was able to win. They had they also have an older defensive course, so they had uh, I believe two freshmen, four sophomores, and two seniors, or somewhere in that num- somewhere in that area. Right, so they're likely starting mostly returning players. Yes, so players. those players have experience. So our, I'd say our defensive core is more like St. Lawrence's, even though most of our guys have at least one year. I think that's the max because Keegan Ford took a break, and then he only has one full year of college hockey defense under his belt. So right. it was a really interesting um, uh, kind of uh, look because you got a close game and a four to two or two to four loss to Clarkson. Where Wisconsin only shot 28 times and only scored on two of them, but Clarkson kind of shelled them in the sense that, that they scored four goals off of 25 shots, which is pretty good. That's like a... That yeah. is pretty good. I uh, Was that the game? I know there was, uh, there was one game that the backup goalie started that for Wisconsin. That would be game number two. That was... Okay, yep. so that was against They the switched goalies after the loss. Game. Yes. Okay. Um, so they switched from Jerry, um, from Jack Barry to Daniel uh, something finish, and I'm not going to even try. It's like Lebedev. Lebedev? I don't know. I just tried it, and I shouldn't have. Okay. Anyways, so for game number two, uh, Wisconsin scored seven goals on 46 shots. St. Lawrence scored one goal on 21 shots. The... Uh, the difference maker there was definitely the defense, in my opinion, from what I saw from the stats. And the biggest point being that we need to beat... In order to beat Wisconsin, we need some sort of experience on the blue line. Which we have more than St. Lawrence, but it's still relatively young and new. Especially because I don't think we have a defined leader on the defense yet. Do you, do you think we do? I'm trying to think of one, and I'm not really coming up with any... Like we have, we have difference makers, but we don't have that defining leader like we did with like a Mark Ock or a Mitch Rinky. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't look at any of the guys we have on the decor this year and go, "Oh man, this guy's you know this is someone who's going to take over the game, or he's going to be a you know a big difference maker, or even just someone that the guys can rally around necessarily." Yeah. At this point, I mean, you hope that some people can grow into that. But there's no one who's coming in. You already know that yeah. they're the guy. Yeah, very true. Um, so I guess I have a few keys to the games here. Um, I don't know if you have anything, Zach. Um, you can just do a hot take keys to the game if you want. But um, my keys to the game here is first and foremost, we need to lock down the defense. So we need players like Donahue, Ford, Meek and Watson to kind of step it up and set the tone for what they want the Huskies to be this year. Um. Donahue got a lot of hour or a lot of a lot of minutes in the last UMD series that I personally I personally noticed him out on the ice a lot and I also noticed them um, goats out there a lot. Um, they were mm-hmm. they were getting very chippy. They were getting in there. They were getting in the players' faces. They were antagonizing them, doing the things your defense needs to do. But I think we need the four returning sophomores to kind of step it up a notch. The Donahue, Ford, Meek, and Watson. Um, group because they are they are they're the leaders of the defense. They are the they are the ranking players. That's everybody's a sophomore besides Ford. He's technically a senior, but he only played one year. Right, it, Ford's in kind of a weird situation. 
I would have to say I, I wasn't really keeping track of minutes per se during mm-hmm. the the UMD series, but I really noticed Colin Sawyer being out there. Okay, I thought he played really well, and I was I kind of was going into the game uh, looking for Eric Goats, trying uh, hoping that he would step up and and really make a difference. And by the end of the first game, I was I was keeping an eye on Colin Sawyer more. I thought he played really well. Yeah, um, my next key to the game here would be special teams. So the Badgers are in, are incredibly talented this year with with offensive skill. Um, they have one of the lead one of the NCAA goal leading scorers in shoot where is his name? Uh, you're gonna have to give me a hot second here. He has a weird last name. Yeah, it's the Sean kid. I'm trying yeah, to remember how Sean, his last name's like, pronounced. Duh, oh God, I don't know. He's a sophomore. Uh, He's a sophomore player with five goals so far. Uh, oh, right here. He's uh, Dahoogie. It's D H O O G H E. He's a sophomore forward. Um, he's currently tied for first in the NCAA with five goals, and this needs to be said for a fact that their offense is is very impressive. They have a total of nineteen goals in four games, and that's not even counting exhibition where they scored seven to two. Yeah, Wisconsin is a a very high flying offense. Yeah. And I almost I've not seen them play yet this year. But a lot of times when you have a, an offense like that, uh, you're f- making riskier plays and you're taking a lot of chances. Yep. So I would almost say that instead of the key being that Tech needs to step it up defensively, I almost wonder if we're going to need to start capitalizing more on our chances offensively and try and beat them at their own game. Um, that That's actually my point number two is special teams. So they're incredibly talented in the offensive zone. I know for a fact that we're not going to be able to suppress them defensively because our guys are our guys are good, but they're not. They don't have that experience yet. Just plain and simple. But what I have noticed over the past four games against Boston College twice, Clarkson and the St. Lawrence is they do take penalties and they take quite a bit. Yeah, that's not real encouraging for me, uh, given that I don't believe we scored on a power play at all. I know, uh, but you got to keep in mind the here, though, series, but their defensive the core first isn't as good as UMD's. Right, and one I don't their, think their goaltending is either. Uh, yeah, one of their Boston, one of the Boston College series, they won seven to five. So I mean, yeah, you can you basically win a game if you score seven goals, but they also gave up five, for example. As a Leafs fan, I know that's not always true. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that later. Anyways, so my my two key my two keys right now are lock down the defense and special teams. Um, we need to take our offensive chances. I think those chances are going to come on the power play, for example, because they are more of a riskier team. They do take those risks, and it causes them to get some penalties as well. And uh, do you have a third key to the game here? Hot take. I think our I think you got it pretty well laid out there. I don't think we're going to beat them five on five. Um, so I think you are right that unless uh, unless we have a, a standout performance from from Carol, who I assume is going to be in that. Oh, uh, you did? Um, did you hear from the? Co- oh yeah, I forgot. Um, Matt Jurisic is eligible and he is able to play, so he might right. even be have in we, goal this weekend. Have we heard if he's if he who's supposed to be the starter yet? We have no or, idea who it is right now. Okay, so he if might. If I even had be to starting. guess, I'm. I would still assume it's Carol. Yeah. Uh, he didn't look too bad during the. The Duluth series, so one from point, what I remember, one point three games, or one one and a third uh, periods, right? Yeah, I I don't think Harrow played too terribly. 
I could be wrong. Maybe he won't start. But if I had to take a guess, that's who I'd pick at the moment. Um, and so unless our goalie, whoever that may be, stands on his head, um, I don't think we're going to win at 5v5. And so we're going to have to rely on a power play stepping up uh, and taking advantage when, when we get chances like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I kind of think we're going to see Jurisic start because he's familiar with the arena more often because Cole Center is huge. Let's just be honest here. It's one of the biggest arenas in college hockey. It's also yeah, because it's not a hockey arena. It's a it's, basketball arena. Yeah, but it's also a bigger sheet of ice as well. And it's also true. Yes. So I think he might have the edge there since he's actually played two seasons for Wisconsin. So they might start him. They also got to give him a shot eventually. So he might start That's game one. That's actually a pretty good point. Yeah. So, because this is also probably going to be a more filled up game because I am going to Wisconsin um, this weekend. I mean, I'm going to Madison. Um, that is 100% confirmed. I looked up tickets and they are a little bit um, running thin. So this might actually be a, a pretty packed series. Yeah, well, when Wisconsin actually does well, they they sell really well. They they have pretty decent fans, and the last couple of years have been rough for Wisconsin. Last year, they kind of turned it around. Just not their women's um, team. Their women's team has been kicking butt. Their their women's team is always amazing. Yeah, but their their men's team struggled for a while, and and attendance did falter a little bit. But when they're an elite team, which they're getting close to being again, they show up. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with you there. The basically we need to watch out and see how balls to the walls their offense is this 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 weekend. Yeah. Um just real quick. Mm-hmm. I looked it up and it's pronounced Dougie, I believe. Dougie? I believe it's pronounced Dougie. Okay, cool. Um also just a fun fact about Sean Dougie. He's 5'3", 150. He's 5'3"? He's smaller five, than three, Gavin Gould. 150. He's smaller than that Gavin Gould. That is impressive. Uh, I believe so. Gavin, Gavin Gould's 5'6". Five, five, uh, five, yeah. I think. Yeah. Wow. Well, they've got him listed. <laughs> they got him listed at 5'8", 158 nowadays. <laughs> I don't know if I buy that. How old is he? Maybe he grew uh, six inches? Uh, I don't know, but he at least put on 20 pounds. Yeah. According to the site. Hey, it's just like your driver's license. You just kind of lie about how much you weigh. Yeah, Gould's 22 now. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think that wraps it up for the Wisconsin series. I think we need to get our defense established. I think we need to take advantages at the power play now because we are currently at 0%. And uh, I think we'll be fine in special teams. I certainly hope so. Uh, I think it'll be a a fun series either way. Wisconsin's a very talented team. Yeah. Um, It should be a fun series to watch. Um, The Kohl Center is a nice place as well. It's a very nice arena. Um, Just a random note I want to say is I hate going to arenas that have uh, large football programs at their schools. (laughs) Why is that, John? Now, hear me out. This actually makes kind of sense. Okay. So the fight song for those schools are based around football. And when I went to University of Michigan and now Madison last year, I went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison last year to watch um, an exhibition game or something. It was the Hall of Fame game. Yep. Their fight songs do not play well with hockey goals, in my opinion. I think it works okay. I think it's... Uh, at I least did, for Wisconsin. It doesn't Maybe to I'm me. just biased being from Wisconsin. It doesn't to me, uh, though, because but, it screams football to me. It's like It's like... Trying to have someone replaced um, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. 
Okay, you, I mean, you, you see what I mean? It's just, it's just because of the association with the song, not necessarily that it's a bad song. It's just the con- the context. I guess I can kind of see where you're coming from with that. I'm not sure I agree, but I I see where you're coming from. Yeah, so I, I like I'm a fan of text because it's actually based around hockey, kind of a thing, but it's also biased as all get out. So, anyways. Not at all. <laughs> okay, so um, is that all you have for the Tech Wisconsin series, or do you have anything else you would like to add? No, I think that's about it. Okay. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay, so we'll move on to the second period of our show now, um, the NCAA hockey as a whole. Um, so we have a summary here of some stuff. So I would like to, again, plug the College Hockey News app because it's amazing, and if you're not using that to get your scores, what are you doing with your life? relying on a friend who is using it basically you're right anyways so um zach you want to hit me up with those upsets so this weekend had some beautiful upsets uh in college sports uh umass split with ohio state in hockey wait wait, and then wait also just a so little, you're telling me like the university of massachusetts that one the, the university of massachusetts the minutemen i believe they go by that split is correct a hockey series with the Ohio State University. The number one in the country, Ohio State University, is what you're telling me. The number one in the country, <laughs> Ohio State University. Cool. You know what else the Ohio State University lost this week in college sports? I'm going to guess football, but I really don't care. Number two in the nation, the Ohio State University, lost to unranked Purdue. <laughs> Who has a three and three record now that they have beaten number two in the nation, the Ohio State University? I'm sensing some. You wonder what the score was there. in that game? Forty-nine to twenty. I'm sensing some resentment here against the Ohio State University. None, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Um. What else do we got going on then? Uh, in WCHA news, Alaska tied the second game they played against Denver in Denver, three to three. Uh, so that helps pairwise out a little bit. Yeah, um, I guess we should have to change our next uh, the the title of our next bullet point there to uh, Northern Michigan. Please don't ruin this for the rest of us. <laughs> they always do. <laughs> so um, our final tie here I see is Providence tied Sacred Heart. So Providence's ranking must have gone down. You have to think so because it's Sacred Heart. Let's see here. Prov- nope, number six just lost a lost a spot. That's one spot. They did lose something at least. Yeah, Sacred Heart even that's getting still... the votes? No, but UMass is. <laughs> oh, no, UMass level. <laughs> yeah, it's a different, yep. different UMass. My bad. Sure. Let's go, Maine. Nine, volt, nine votes. Woo, best jerseys in the league that aren't tax. So, anyways, moving on. Um, WCHA out-of-conference recap. Uh, Northern Michigan uh, striking out Alaska. Please don't ruin this for the rest of us. So, word on the street is Northern Michigan lost. They did lose. Yes. They lost they, to... They lost hard um, to St. Cloud. They lost to St. Cloud State. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's disappointing. Yep. You, you can't even sing along to Sweet Caroline. Uh, it's just sad. Yep. Arizona State beat Alabama Huntsville, I think, both days? Yep. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yep. Um, as we currently do it on the fly, Ferris split with Mercyhurst, so their ranking even goes even lower than I thought it could go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota State split with Nodak, and I don't That's think Anchorage pretty expected to be honest played. I don't think they did. No, 
Okay, I think that does it for the WCHA. Um, just a bunch of out-of-conference stuff. The best team in college hockey, Michigan Tech, had a bye week, of course. By far. As you would know, listening to this podcast. Yes, by far the best team. Yep. Because, I mean, if you think about it, we beat the we beat the national championships, national champions last year in the icebreaker. So, I mean, we're just the best team. That's true. So, moving on, um, here's uh, the poll update with, with uh, yours truly, John. Um, we have Notre Dame as the new number one in both the USCHO and the USA Today poll. And then we had three WCHA teams ranked or receiving votes in the USCHO poll. Um, Minnesota State was 7th, Bowling Green State University was 15th, and then Bemidji was receiving votes. Woo. Woo. Home of the Beavers. Um, Anyways, in the USA Today poll, um, uh, Minnesota State University, I can't say MSU because it's Michigan State, is also against against 7th, and then uh, Bowling Green State University is receiving votes this time because of it being capped at 15 teams. Right, and they're just barely out, yeah. Yep, and that basically covers the polls right now. They're kind of all over the place. Um, I'm going to give you a hot take. Princeton and Cornell don't deserve to be in the polls right now because they haven't played a game. I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, They both played, they both had good teams last year, and I would assume that they have a handful of returning players. Oh, no, I'm not disagreeing that they're not good teams. I'm just saying that the polls should be exclusive to the teams that have played games. Is what I'm saying, at least for this point in the series, until they get a game under their belt, because it's just inflating the numbers right now or deflating, if you will. I don't know. I mean, there's still hockey teams are still going to be in for the entire season. So it wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, let's just say that, for example, you know, say uh, Princeton and um, Cornell, two teams, right? Let's just, just assume for sake of it being easy that they're both ranked. Uh, five and ten. That's where they are in terms of rankings, where they should be. And so you got now the guys who are ranked. If you took them out, you'd have two teams that don't really deserve to be ranked. Who would be ranked? For oh, a I think weeks. they deserve so, to be ranked because they won the games. That's my opinion. But yeah, but you can't prove that. The thing is, you can't prove it. Oh, like, I know, I know anything. that. But they can't also prove that they're that good when they haven't even played a game yet. Right, but then don't even have any rankings before the season, and then yeah. everyone's just sad during the off season. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because I mean, I mean we're, be, we're always just sad, anyways. Yeah. So, anyways, um, we're going to move on to our third period now. Um, Woo! The NHL. Um, so Zach, we've had ten percent of the season go by. You want to give me some ten percent overreaction because we have so much data to go on. Oh, so we've got some. I, I think I've got a, a pretty hot take here. Uh, now that we've got ten percent of the season. Uh, I think Arizona is actually a bad hockey team this year. I don't know if that's a little too bold to say, and I'm probably extrapolating from data that you know that's not really there. But I think Arizona is kind of bad. You want to know what's worse than Arizona? What's that? Detroit. Holy cow! Yeah, they're they're pretty they're on bad. Pace to win I, ten games. I I apologize to all my friends who are Detroit fans. They're, I don't enjoy your suffering. I do. But yeah, I know you do. You hate everyone. Yep, but they are on pace to win 10 games right now. I've seen two of their games in person now, and I think that's optimistic. (laughs) Um, Some some other hot takes. Um, L.A. is trash right now. They are overpaid, and Jonathan Quick's age is catching up with him. That's just me. Because they got shelled by the Islanders. Yeah, that's not... I mean, okay, to be fair, even without Tavares, the Islanders are... Offensive, an offensive team 
with nothing else. They're like the mini Leafs. Okay. Like, okay. I'll give you that. They don't have they don't have a goalie. Like so, I don't even think they have one on their roster. I'm pretty sure they just have a, a I don't know assistant coach or something that throws on the pads. And <laughs> their defense, I can't think of a single person on their decor. It's not good, but they still have some real good shots. They finished, I think, fourth in the league in points last year. Obviously, they lost to Varis, but they picked up, you know, offensive juggernaut Matt Martin and Leo Komarov in the offseason. So, so, you know, that boosts them up a bit. But it, it, seriously, though, they, they have a pretty good offense and not much else. Yeah, I can see that. Um, last but not least here, um, a hot take on Nylander is not going to get signed. Prove me wrong. I can't prove you wrong, but I think you're wrong. Um, Nylander wants to be a Leaf from every indication that we've got. Everything he's done indicates that he wants to play for the Leafs. It's just that he wants, one, more money than he can really argue that he's worth. More money Um, than he can shake a stick at? Well, I mean, he's already going to... Even if he signed with the Leafs one, and that's more money than he can really shake a stick at... Um, even though Nylander's... No, I'm just going to stop. Uh, <laughs> thought that one through on the fly. Um, I was just going to say that Nylander has a good active stick and he's really good at stopping plays in the neutral zone because of that, so he can shake a stick pretty well, but that wasn't going to sound good. <sighs> it's fine. Um, anyway, so yeah. So Nylander, Nylander wants to be a Leaf. The Leafs want Nylander to be a Leaf. I think it's going to get done. Uh, and pr- helping kind of prove my point there is uh, about a week ago, Dubis flew out to Switzerland to meet on neutral territory with uh, hey, William Nylander. Yeah, I know. I'm so clever. Uh, uh, I'm only like the 700,000th person to make that joke. Really? Is yeah. No, that was like all okay. over Twitter. I, I was joking. Hey, the okay. Hawks are losing. That's as expected. No, winning. No, the Hawks are winning right now. Thank you. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Who's cool. Good goal. for them. So, yeah. So, he had a one-on-one meeting with William Nylander, which is, to the public's knowledge, the first time that's happened uh, during these contract disputes. The new, the agent wasn't there. Uh, it was just Dubis and Nylander. Uh, and then, uh, I believe two days ago, uh, Dubis went to a New York Rangers game uh, that just so happened to be a game that... William Nylander's agent was present at. They had discussions there. Uh, and then today, as we're recording this, uh, Nylander's agent and Dubas had more discussions yet, and they're currently trying to work towards a six-year deal. Uh, that'll get Nylander into his first UFA year, uh, and they're looking somewhere in the 6.5 to 7 range is the rumors. <clears throat> okay. So I, that's all I have for ten percent over reactions. Do you have anything else to add? Um, let's see. What else we got? If Carolina can make a trade for a goalie, oh, Darlin's coming back. He's going down to the AHL team to make a rehab. An starts. actual goalie. Hey now, <laughs> them fighting words. <laughs> them are fighting words, but it's true. If Carolina can get an actual above-average goaltender. You mean, like, Scott Darling? No. (laughs) If they can get an above-average goaltender, they're straight-up cup contenders. That team is so good. Pretty good, yeah. I'm surprised, to be honest. 
Okay, so moving on, we have this week's rendition of the penalty box. Um, Zach doesn't have anything like normal. Um, I have. I'm not an angry person. What can I say? I have something I want to rant about, but I just kind of want to do like a two sentence thing. So can we just do? Can we not do a two minute, please? All right, fine. Okay. This will be a short power play, just like the Leafs usually have. Yep. Um, uh, Blackhawks, can we please uh, start Coy Crawford in back-to-back games? Cam Ward is trash. He's averaging four goals against, and when he got shelled by the Tampa Bay Lightning, that actually helped his goals against average. He is not a, an NHL goalie. He is an AHL goalie, if that. Thank you, and have a good night. And the Leafs very scored. What a power play. The Leafs scored. It's so filthy. No, the Leafs aren't playing. Oh, that. I I'm get it. Because, like, uh, it's, you were in the box for only like 20 seconds, tops, because... Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a quick thing. It's just Tavares won the face off back to Riley over to Martin over to Matthews and bam, snipes at top left corner. Okay, Beautiful. okay. But it's it's not hard. Just don't put Cam Ward in the net. End of story. That's a good story. Yeah. Boom. Done. Okay. For this um for this upcoming segment of line change, uh, Zach doesn't have anything like usual, and I have uh the U.S. under eighteen team, the next college team? Question mark. The answer to that question is no, but they're better than most college teams. So they have claimed four college victims right now with the opportunity to claim more as the season goes on. So far, they've claimed number one ranked Notre Dame. Four to one, I believe. Yep. Uh, I think number 11 ranked Michigan. Yep. Number 12 ranked Michigan. Oh, my gosh. Unions four zero and one. They'll still die for this. <laughs> they've also gotten, they've also killed Harvard, who is receiving votes. And they've killed Dartmouth, and Dartmouth is Dartmouth, and there's nothing there. Yeah, there's nothing really to talk you, about you on that po- one. You could the first it, you three could is, is very impressive. Yeah, so uh, the USA under 18 team, the next college team, question mark? No, because they are not eligible to go to college yet. That's not true. They just have to be really smart, which they... I mean, they definitely players. are at hockey, but you know, yeah, you're that's a stereotype, and that's bad. Okay. Anyways, um, the team yeah. is quite impressive this year. <laughs> they they seem to be the team to beat to get to the national camp championship. And Jack Hughes is on that team, right? I maybe like I'm the, pretty sure like he Hughes is like brother from Michigan. Lo- like, like lose for Hughes. Oh, okay. The Jack Hughes is the uh Is he the brother of the Hughes on Michigan or no? Um I don't know if there is a Michigan yeah, he uh, Jack Hughes is on the U eighteen team. I know that he's got an older brother, Quinn Hughes. Yeah, um, he's on Michigan. I he's been drafted. I don't know if he's or Quinton Hughes, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, okay, he is still playing for Michigan, but he's been drafted by the Canucks. Yeah. Uh, he was the seventh r- overall pick this year by the Canucks. Oh, wow. So, okay, so one brief tangent I've got here is I want Jack Hughes to get drafted by the Canucks. I don't like the Canucks, but it'd be a sick story to have the Sedin brothers retire and then within a year have drafted to high draft pick overall brothers to come in and replace them. Hit and me up with that. Hit me up with that uh, uh, coincidence. Yeah, I don't know if it's coincidence necessarily. It's just it's meant to be. It'd, be. it'd be a cool story. It's like how every you've got tech this, goalie currently has a 906 save percentage. That's just an act of God. <laughs> I think. I don't know. Something like that. Yep. But yeah, but to have 
to have Quinn and Jack use both beyond the Canucks would be a cool story. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, just the the line change. There's nothing much going on besides the Nylander madness. Um, people are still getting hit pretty hard out there. And the NHL, like I know Pedersen got destroyed. Yeah, that uh, the hit was totally fine. It was the fact that he then he lifted, him up chucked and, him, lifted him up and chucked him into the ice. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that was probably a little uncalled for. But the 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 check itself was was perfectly fine. Yeah, other than that, besides big hits, um I know another news Tom Wilson's suspension hearings coming up this week or something. I really uh, didn't don't care. he already have a hearing? He has another I, one, I, an appeal where he's oh, served okay. 9 out of the 20 it, games so far. Okay. I mean, yeah, he had a he had a hearing early on and it was like 6 hours and I'm like, what can you talk about for 6 hours? I didn't do it. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, <laughs> no I, I didn't. didn't. Uh we have video of you destroying a guy's head. Uh no, I didn't. That was that was my cousin. I'm just here so I, I don't get a fine. You already got fined. I'm just here so you don't so I don't get a fine. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Anyways, um, moving on, we have one small tidbit for overtime hockey today. Um, Zach and John may never lose in fantasy again. Accurate. Yep, we are both currently 3-0. and Our teams are killing it. I'm currently losing by 15 points at the moment, but that's just because um, Mika Zibinijad decided to get two goals and an assist. Then again, I don't understand why they didn't put in Lundqvist against Florida. I'm kind of sad about that because that was an auto win. You say that. Yeah. Anyways, I'll be fine. Kurt Snyder's. I have Corey Snyder when he comes back eventually. Hopefully. Knock on wood. Anyways, um, that kind of wraps it up for overtime hockey. Yeah. We're never going to lose. Hopefully. Um, now that I s- Definitely never going to lose. Now that I again. said that, That's we're going to lose. But anyways, um, oh, shameless yeah. plug You're for our advertisers, out. Bauer, CCM, uh, Michigan Tech. Please hit us up with that sponsorship. We want free stuff. Um, heck, even No Name Hockey hit us up with that sponsorship. Uh, Discount Hockey hit us up with that sponsorship. Uh, ESPN hit us up with that sponsorship so we can help improve ESPN Fantasy Hockey because you are lagging behind, like, bad in terms of scores, how everything's recorded. I, I almost think we could help with ESPN's hockey coverage, and that's that's really yeah. sad. Basically, hit us up with that sponsorship if you want to give us free stuff. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that kind of does it for me. Do you have any sponsors you want to plug? No, I don't think there's any. Uh, you know what? We should get a KBC sponsorship. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be sick. The root beer is fantastic. Yes, that's what I drink from exactly. them as well. Just like a cold pint they of have a really root nice, beer uh, at the end of the day after a hard shift. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hard shift on the ice and you just go out there. Oh, yeah. Crack back up. That's what beer league means, right? KBC root beer. Root beer. Yeah, exactly. yeah. For sure. Uh, sometimes you have cream soda, but it... Like, okay. Soda League just doesn't yeah, have the same point, ring to point. it. Yeah, good point. I see you there. But anyways... But the cream soda is real good, <laughs> gosh, too. started. Anyways, that does it for us. I'm John. I'm Zach. And don't forget to get pucks deep. Get pucks to the net. And... Uh, I think we win some hockey games, right? Please? Can we win some <laughs> hockey games? Well, I'll be able to give you some live updates. I'll be at the game. Okay. Games. Sounds games. good. Yep, so that does it for us. Thank you, and uh, make sure to check out the check out the Tech Hockey Guide, CHN app, because they're fantastic. Um, we get no money to say that. We, we just like the products. We, and we, thanks. We and never get any money for anyone. Nope. It's fine. Anyways. It's fine. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. Anyways, um, enjoy your night or morning or afternoon whenever you're listening to this, and uh, have a good night or day or afternoon. Fine.
I'm gonna eat. Gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> and cut.